1979 at the infamous Disco Demolition. 90,000 Loop listeners showed up at a stadium built for 50, and Americans asked, What kind of radio station could influence untold thousands in such a way? And the answer? This kind. was born in the year of Star Wars, and in Chicago, it was the force that was with you. And the force was with you. The mighty loop was as tall as Jordan, as strong as the fridge. In a world full of wannabes, the loop screamed. In a landscape crowded with emptiness and pockmarked with sameness, the loop kicked ass and took names and addresses and phone numbers. Then later, after the Stones interview, the loop ran home for a quick shower, then called one of those phone numbers to set up a private interview. Yes, that was a metaphor for the loop getting laid. The loop got laid a lot. The loop screamed with dangerous hosts, dangerous comedy, and dangerous music. As it grew, it made money. And more money. And little by little, an institution became an investment. A melting pot of genius became a few pages in an annual report. What the number crunchers couldn't grasp is that with some things, putting profits before all else ultimately leads to lower profits. They couldn't see that what made the loop huge in the first place wasn't cost-cutting or homogenizing. It wasn't consultants or research. It was talent. Brilliance. It was magic.
right, kids, good morning. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill. Today is Sunday. <laughs> Chat room distracting me already. I can't believe there's people up already and then listening. Crazy. Wonderful. I'm like... You know what? I can't sleep. Actually, I I did sleep. I slept very well. And I get up at 4.30 and I'm like, well, I'll get into that in a minute. Today is Sunday, July 26, 2020. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent. Or you can just ask, because we all need to share, don't we? Share. That's why we're doing it. Finally, the show is opinionated to host especially callers, which I'm not going to have today. Maybe later. Guests, people that are not it's supposed to have an interview tonight. I haven't gotten a confirmation yet with uh, Margarita and Dave from the Edge of Paradise. I don't know. I don't know what it is with getting a final confirmation <laughs> on interviews. It's one of the hardest things to do when I when I do this show when other people do their show i mean some will do it right away it's like yeah i'll be there whatever blah 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 and then how some just uh i don't know if they forget or they change their mind or hopefully that's not the case tonight i just haven't heard back from them yet because they're busy so if i'm not on at 7 p.m tonight it's because i ain't doing the interview so simple as that. So, but uh, guess people that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated. That's why we do this. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you are seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire. Uh-oh. Hang on. <laughs> I did not. I was messing with the guitar. I did not connect my soundboard. Please stand by. We are experiencing technical difficulties. The internet broke. My clothes fell off. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm actually not wearing any pants doing this. You could never tell, right? That's so weird. People, Do people get off on that? When they're doing their stupid Zoom meetings and they have business meetings with higher-ups or the president of the company and they get off sitting in their underwear because like, they can. I don't know. I, I never really understood, <laughs> understood that. Uh, be careful what you cannot see. That's where the truth lies. Anyway, where's the soundboard? Please, party, please. I can't believe it's Sunday already. Yeah, hey, total vagabonds. Good day from Loveland, Colorado. Okay. And we got to turn it up. I don't know why I always forget to do the soundboard. Da, da, 
Have you had your coffee yet? Because I I'm I got it. This thing is the shit. I got this as a gift. It's a Yeti thermos. These things are expensive as fuck, but they work. This coffee will stay hot in this thing, I bet you, for at least 24 hours, and I'm not kidding you. Same thing with cold stuff. It is really, I'm like, it's a thermos. Really? You got to pay $30 for a thermos? You're an idiot. Uh, no. The thing, the thing is the shit. I'm going to be honest about it. Okay. If you are seeking professional, take two. If you are seeking professional advice, strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Whoops, wrong one. Hey, man. No, that's his name, broadcasting live. And I think, I'm getting, I'm getting a little pissed here because I go to Freedom Revolution Network webpage and the show on Spreaker is like four minutes. YouTube is pissing me off. Facebook is pissing me off. It's kind of ironic because I named the show something about emotions, which I'm going to... That's what I'm going to get into. Because a friend sent me something about emotions, and I'm very appreciative, but I keep hearing and reading and seeing that emotions are bad. They're bad. They're naughty. Do I deserve a spanking? Naughty. You're being naughty because of your emotions. So anyway, I'm going to bring that up. But uh, Facebook is fucking with everything. YouTube's fucking with everything. And that triggers an emotional response. Now, I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist. Or not. I'm a human. I have feelings, emotions that separates us from things that don't. And I find it hard to believe that that is not an asset for we are the highest on the food chain. So we have emotions for a reason. So if you don't want to listen, this is going to be some deep shit because ironically, I am fighting, I guess, my emotions. I am challenging them. I'm, I'm debating them. I'm trying to suppress them. But then again, I'm trying to listen to them because why? Why do we have them? No, don't come in yet, Dwayne. I'm not ready. I, I barely got started. I'm sorry. Don't come in. I'm not taking phone calls. I need people to listen from this point. At the end of the show, It because if you come in, you're going to take me off my track. So I'm sorry. I'm not being an asshole. I, I just, I need to do this. That's why I got up at five. I didn't think really anybody would be up. <laughs> that's a mistake and people could listen to this at their own leisure because I'm chilling I'm having my coffee I'm having what do you mean here oh on the chat room yeah that's cool yeah I, I don't want any uh, I don't want any distractions well the chat room's fucking distraction for sure 
sometimes I minimize it because I don't because I don't want to see it. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate it. I'm not trying to be a jerk, although see people probably think that. Tim's an asshole. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay, so a friend of mine sent me some TED thing. Those TED things where people stand up there like that asshole Bill Gates and you know made a gazillion dollars from computers and now he wants to allegedly kill everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Wayne. This may benefit from you guys, for you guys. It might not. It might drive you crazier, or it might bring some clarity. Clarity after talk. Welcome to welcome to Clarity After Midnight. My name is Scarlett, and it's time to do the show. Get out, get in trouble for that one. So he sent me, um, and he's very. Um, it's a great friend, and he can tell when there's something wrong with me. And. He'll send me little, I don't know, insights or self-improvements or topics or whatever you want to call it is help or support or here. It's kind of like recommending a book, that type of thing. It's not, it's not offensive or, well, Tim, this is wrong with you. You should do this. It's not that type of thing. True friends are there for you, whether you're high as a kite, not literally, but I mean high as a kite on happiness, or you're just down in the dundrums or doldrums or whatever you want to call it. It's early. I'll finish this coffee, and then I'll be where I need to be awake. Or if you're just in idle mode and everything's just wonderful and you're on cruise control. But see, that's not life, at least not for me. And quite honestly, I think, at least for me, and then on a macro level, everybody's fucked up, and I'm going to be included in this. Not, I'm not here to preach. It is Sunday, though. I'm not here to take inventory. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to talk. I'm here to share. And I say, and I will say, things that you won't. I'll even think things that you won't, but they will come out of my mouth and that'll either make your mouth drop, piss you off, yell at me, not listen, or shake your head in agreement. Either way, I don't really fucking care what you do because we're all looking for answers. Now, I'm getting sick of... Everything falls back on emotions. And I'm getting sick of people saying, well, you shouldn't act on your emotions, which I don't know is true or not. Definitely not the negative ones. Because if you act on the positive ones like happiness and and all the positive ones and you smile and you laugh and your energy's different your vibes different people can tell that you're happy but god forbid if you're having a bad day or you're angry or depressed or whatever oh no 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 you can't do that there's a book by uh 
Oh, God, I forgot his name. It's called The Shadow Effect. And uh, Deepak Chopra. I can't believe I remember that. Maybe I will share that. I will be perfectly honest. I have not finished it. But I'm going to. <laughs> someday, on top of all the other books that I have. The Shadow Effect. Okay. And like I said, you got your own problems and your own issues in your own life. So do I. You don't need to listen to me. But I don't think it's going to hurt you. And the whole intent of this show is to share. Like, for instance, see, but then it's going to be sounded like a narcissist. Yes, just as of yesterday, and by me keeping in my head and using my... What the hell is the difference between emotions and intuition? Can somebody explain that to me? Can you throw it in the chat room? Can you answer that? Because I sure the fuck can't. What is the difference between intuition and emotion? Or even for that, and it's not instinct, because instinct is something animals have. And we have that, back to our caveman days, or depending on what you believe in with evolution and creation. I'm not getting into that either. What is the difference between emotion and intuitiveness? I want to know. Well, this is, is it, this is the audio book. Oh. I'll share that. I don't see the book book. Maybe it's out of print. Copy. Do, 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 do. I will throw this up there. So there's the book. Very good book. I don't know if the link's going to work. Apparently not. Why is all that other crap up there? Hmm. I could throw it. I could share it on Facebook. Then he can help, though. Copy. It did. Did it work? <laughs> I just want the link. Yeah, that is the link, though. All right, whatever. <laughs> Can't post to something. I don't know. Intuition is not an emotion, but then what is it? That, I I don't, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be like a therapist here. <laughs> There's no, it's cut and dry. I, I Okay, I, I know that. What is it, though? What's the difference between intuition and emotion? Should we look up the definition? That's sometimes what I do if I don't know if I can spell intuition. I mean, come on, let's face it. I mean, be perfectly honest. I'm I am. My life is the way it is, whether it's positive or negative, because my emotions. What about you? I'm looking up intuition. If you hear pauses, it's because I'm doing doing something. It's not I'm not pausing to pause. 
Just like uh, Arnold Arnold's book, Total Recall, 500 pages of genius. Whether you like him or not, see, there's an emotion. Well, I don't like him. I don't give a shit if you like him or not. He's not my favorite person either. But it's a great book. And what he says in there is when he went to acting classes at night, on top of everything else he did, there was a sign above the acting school that said, don't act which I think is just genius advice. Don't act like I do this show. Don't act, Tim. Although this is not me. It is me, but I'm not going to overact in this role, if that makes any sense at all. It's, I, that's just amazing. That's just amazing advice. All right, intuitive. You ready? Adjective, using or based on what one feels. Ah, okay, then we're going to look up emotions. Using or based on what one feels to be true, even without conscious reasoning, instinctive. Okay, when that, see, it's more, in, by that definition, it's more instincts. That's amazing, though. Using using or based on what one feels to be true. See, this is this doesn't make any sense if you really look at this definition. And this is why this is so crazy and uncharted, unexplained territories because it's not abstract. Because this makes no sense. Using ba or based, okay, using or based, I get that, on what one feels to be true even without conscious reasoning so all you people on facebook can take your fact checks and shove it up your ass not to mention who's doing the fact checking okay but i don't want to get into that facts are you know facts are facts but it's not based on everything's not based on facts if everything was based on facts and it was a flow chart and logic and yes and no in binary code, which we're getting into, anyway, everything's going to be binary, zero or one, then there's no argument. True, false, left, right, up, down, black, white, right, wrong. That's a touchy subject. Who's going to decide what's right or wrong based on what? Anyway. So using or based on what one feels to be true, even without conscious reasoning. <laughs> conscious reasoning. Okay, so uh, you think unconsciously or subconsciously? Reasoning, which by definition you could be deemed insane. Where are you, where are you getting your facts? You know what's a great fucking show, and I just watched it channel surfing and i was never a huge fan of it as house i mean he did stuff based on his intuition i don't think it was all emotions maybe that's a good that's a good way to define this I'm not an emotional guy but i really think deep down he is an emotional guy it's just suppressed or his emotions are apathetic because he's had a fucked up life and I don't care what anybody says those scars don't go away but regardless of that 
House makes his medical decisions based on his intuition, which a lot of times is just a wild-ass guess. But there are some type of connections, like right here, using her based on what one feels to be true without conscious reasoning. But you can't do that in the medical field. You can't. Well, I just had a feeling or based on my uh, my uh, unconscious or subconscious reasoning, my intuition, I decided to use this medical procedure based on a wild ass fucking guess. And if anybody ever watched that show and I know it's a TV show, it's not it's not, that's not the point. He used his intuition to treat and cure people most of the time. Some died, some didn't make it or get treated, but mostly they did. It's an amazing show based on somebody using their intuition, not emotions. So maybe therein lies, but his intuitiveness is based on his emotions, but not, 100%. I'm sure he listens to his emotions. He's not an emotional guy. He's actually kind of a cold-hearted guy. But nonetheless, those emotions are there. Uh, let's look at mo emotions, though. Just for, just for me. So I'm not talking out of my answer so much. Which is what I'm doing anyway. Okay. Emotion. Noun. A natural instinctive... Well, there's instincts again. A natural instinctive state of mind. <laughs> state of mind. Yeah, you're fucking nuts. You use your emo you think with your emotions, you're crazy. You're just unstable. Have you heard that before? A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances. There you go. Mood or relationships with others. Hmm. Interesting. See, that's interesting, that last part. Or relationships with others. I If we just took that out of there, if it was my world and I was the king of the world and you know, I was uh, calling the shots here, I would take that out. A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one circumstance's mood or mood. Yeah. I would take out the relationships with others because, see, in my opinion, with emotions, that's what fucks everything up. Relationships with others. But unfortunately, they're synonymous in one and the same. If you've ever been in love, how do you separate that emotion from your significant other? You can't. The reason why they're your significant other is because you love them, dumbass. Oh, but you can't think with your emotions. You can't use your emotions. Oh, really? Okay, so now you're telling me. So let's just use a computer hard drive as an example, and you format it. And if you get like a terabyte hard drive, you can separate it into C drive, D drive, E drive, F drive, and partition it. To whatever the fuck you want, as many as you want. So you're telling, which is essentially like a filing cabinet. So you're telling me, I don't care if it's a solid, solid state drive or a mechanical drive, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. 
Should get a solid state drive, though. They're much faster. But you're telling me I have to compartmentalize or use my brain and emotions as a filing cabinet. See, that's... <laughs> it's, it's not reality. And I'm getting sick of the apathy of everybody sitting there and saying emotions are bad. They're bad. Instincts are bad. Well, not instincts. It meant intuitiveness. Intuition. Bad. Intuition from coming to decide. What did it say? Something like trying to decide what is true. But isn't conscious to you. What did it say? What the fuck did it say? I still have the tab here. And I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna have that exact one. Let's see what another one says. Off of Merriam Webster dictionary. That's gotta be true. The power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge. That's interesting. Direct and so now we're talking about the ether. Huh. The power or fac faculty of attaining to of attaining to direct knowledge. This is not really that difficult, Tim. The power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought. Well, that's most fucking females right there. Sorry. And inference. So you're inferring. Immediate apprehension or cognition. Knowledge or conviction gained by intuition. Redundant. Quick and ready insight. Okay. So if we're all supposed to think without emotion, this is contradictory. The power or faculty of, of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought or inference, which to me transpose means facts. We don't think that way. That's why, you know what? I'm not trying to play Sigmund Freud or a fucking psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever you want to call it. I, I, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to figure this out for me. Because I think if we keep going down the road of, well, emotions are bad. You shouldn't, uh, you know, I don't react to my emotions and a lot of people do. I listen to them. That is my intuition. I let them guide me. And when I'm listening to them, I, somebody told me a long time ago, before you decide to do anything, uh, regardless of what it is, give it a day. Give it a day. On top of pick the battles that you want to, pick your battles that you want to fight. Another good advice. I think if a person uses their emotions in reactionary 
status that's bad. Unless unless it's positive. I mean, of course, an emotional reaction to something funny is laughing. You can't wait 24 hours to fucking laugh, right? And, and that's the dividing line, the, the light and the dark. And that's what the shadow effect is about. The light and the dark of emotions as a whole is two halves of a whole. But you don't hear that anymore. All of us have a little uh, Darth Vader in us, crazy fucking bitch, whatever. But we also have a lot of light, Yoda. I mean, Star Wars is a great, that's what Star Wars is all about, actually. Well, not all about, but it's a lot of it. It's about the light and the dark, but there's the dark side of the force and the light side of the force. But they do refer to as the force which is one of two halves of the whole. But this to divide this shit. Oh, no, 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 you can't. You can't. You got to block out. You got to have apathy. You have to ignore your negative emotions. I'm sorry, friends, but that's a big reason why I'm fucked up and so are you. And until you accept that, yeah, you can be an asshole. You can be a bitch. You can give energy or use negative energy and emotions for negative dark energy for you. What you should do is take that negative dark emotions and turn it into positive energy because ignoring it or suppressing it. If you really think you're suppressing that dark negative energy, you're sadly mistaken. That's why some of you can't eat or some of you eat too much or some of you can't sleep or some of you can't focus. You can't stay in the moment. You do drugs. You drink. You listen to the stupid fucking show. You drink coffee. You smoke pot. You do heroin, cocaine, alcohol. Too much sex. That'd be nice. Because you're trying to deal with those horrible negative emotions. Sometimes why you isolate yourself. Or you include yourself. But I'm talking about the negative things. Including positive. Isolate yourself. Negative. I do that. I reach my boundaries. And I'm like I've had enough. I'm not going down the fucking rabbit hole with you negative motherfuckers. I'm tired of it. And I won't. Now a little bit about me, and I'm going get, to get into this a little bit more, but I am old enough, I guess. The first original Star Trek with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and all those cast of characters... There's an undertone in a plot or a definite, obvious separation of emotions and logic. And when I was watching this show, 
I mean, all the heroes in our in our real life, in our TV, in our in our movies are emotional, instinctive characters, are they not? Hitler, which is not a hero, he's a fucking asshole. And I do believe he's one of the, he, I don't know if he was one of the Antichrists or is the Antichrist or, or whatever, but not a really nice guy. In the way that he got people to do things, and this is confirmed in uh, opinion of Napoleon Hill, and I think it's in, is it the world's best salesman or something like that? I could be wrong on that. I haven't finished the book. It's another book I haven't finished. But he makes it perfectly clear in one of his books that if you want to get across to somebody, you speak with emotion. Now, I don't know what the fuck Hitler's saying because I don't speak German. And it wasn't more fear or threatening. I don't know. It could have been. The context of the speeches could have been. But I don't need to learn German to know this guy was engaging. And he got people to do something that you would never do. And it was kill people. Round them up and kill people. And agree with it. Not that you did it. But you agreed with it. You didn't disagree with it, I guess. But he got people to engage and get behind him in his evil actions by his emotional speeches. If you don't believe that, pull up some of Hitler's speeches. I mean, I don't like listening to the guy. He's uh, he's just an evil person, but... Once in a while, he'll pop up either on TV or whatever. And the guy is is just very engaging. And I don't understand one syllable that he's saying. But look at all the people that he's got around him. Who do you think, let's use a Star Trek analogy, a comparison. Who do you think would engage and have a more successful speech to people? Spock? Or Captain Kirk. And, for that matter, why is Captain Captain Kirk and Spock isn't Captain Spock if logic is the right way to reason things and handle situations and Captain Kirk is emotional and he's a captain. The youngest cat. I know it's a TV show. Excuse me. I do live in reality, but... That show, I cannot tell you, I was a kid, and and the message that came across to me is that sometimes you have to go by your, your emotions or your instincts or your intuition, not your instincts, your intuition. Right here, the power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge. Okay, that makes no fucking sense right there. This again. I wonder why this is so confusing. The power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge. Direct knowledge, that's what Google's for. That's what YouTube's for. That's what books are for. Okay? Or cognition without 
evident rational thought or inference. There's nothing to refer to. So by definition, this is horseshit. This is ridiculous. This is gobbledygook here. Because it makes no sense whatsoever. But I watched Star Trek and reruns. It came out in the 60s, so and I was born in 64, so I mean... I can't remember how long it ran. I think it was like five, four or five years. And it might have been the later 60s. I was still too young, though. I mean, 69, I would have been five. I wouldn't have been watching Star Trek. But I did watch it in reruns. And the message I got out of that implied was that humans and emotions or intuition... are always the way to solve situations. Whereas logic and reason and facts like Spock is a bunch of shit. Just watch one episode and, and you'll see it. Maybe, maybe you've never identified or seen that. I see things people don't because of my intuition. And that's what I see in that show. That show definitely ingrained me or indoctrinated me or programmed me or influenced me or whatever word you want to use. Because Captain Kirk was always right. And Spock, although he was right, his results would have been wrong. Captain Kirk made his decisions based on intuition and emotion. That's not logical. How about fuck you, Spock? Because we'll be dead if you were the captain. So I guess I guess the uh, the question is. Do you ignore your emotions or you do do you accept them and listen to them and act on them or use the negative ones for energy for positive energy I'm going through some emotional shit right now I'm going to sound like a fucking broad okay but but I'm not going to sit here and babble Oh, you don't love me no more. You know, all the stuff that women say, and I'm not putting them down. And guys can be really over emotional too. Or over, not over emotional. I think we all have the same level of emotions. It's how we let them react, make us react to them. You have to act on them, not react on them. And I think that's another big problem, too. How many of you guys, how many people are on drugs? And I say drugs. I don't care if they're prescribed pharmaceutical or you're buying them from your fucking drug dealer. How many of you are on drugs to deal with your emotions? Because that that's what they are. Mind and mood altering substances. So how many of you are on drugs 
to deal to deal you're not going to get away from it deal with your emotions my son and me for that matter because when i was going through my divorce i i for the first time in my life I was dealing with anxiety and I thought anxiety, I thought you were all fucking nuts. Anxiety isn't real. You people, it took me to the age of 50, I'm 56, I'm like 52 to experience anxiety and I didn't know what it was. horrible it's a horrible condition horrible you can't think you walk in circles you get the chills your mind races you can't come to any type of conclusions or task oriented goals because everything just hits you at once and you get flustered. So my therapist diagnosed me with that. And so did my son, actually, because he's got PTSD. Because he just literally goes, oh, dad, that's anxiety. Here, have a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like, it helps. And then that's when I smoked for two years. Because it did. But my psychologist, who could not prescribe drugs, he's got friends that are say, uh, psychiatrists that can prescribe drugs, Said, well, Tim, you have anxiety. I can prescribe Xanax to you. Or friend, my friend can. Associate, whatever the fuck he said. I'm like, no thanks. I've been down the road of taking drugs to change my life. And all it does is fuck it up. Not that cigarettes were the most healthiest decision, but they did work. I understand why people smoke. I never did. I never did. I was never a smoker. I'm like, you're a dumb fucker. Why are you smoking? Smoking is therapy. You have your quiet time. It calms your mind. You think um, calmness is in breathing. And when you're smoking, you're breathing differently because you're inhaling and you're exhausting like in a meditative state. Smoking's therapy. It's not a good therapy, but smoking's a therapy. You have your own quiet time, especially now because you can't smoke. How do you smoke with a fucking mask? I don't know. But smoking is your own quiet time. I get that. It worked for me. And it was, again, one of the hardest habits that I had to break because it's god-awful for you. But how many of you guys are on prescribed drugs? Well, that's what the doctor prescribed. Okay, fine. I'm not going to argue with the doctor because I ain't going to win. But don't sit here and tell me that emotions are bad and you should ignore them or not act on them or, or use them um, and then give me a fucking drug to inhibit my emotions emotions are signals or vibes because i'm an empath so i i don't know if that's a curse or a gift 
but I can read people just by looking at them. And obviously, people can do that with me, too. I can't hide my emotions. I never could. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And the vibe I give off, apparently, is pretty open to people. <laughs> so, which is okay. I don't care. I want people to read me and know where I'm at. I don't want to hide that. But you're not going to suppress or darken or deaden or dampen your emotions. Your emotions are still there, like I, like I was getting at. Your emotions are signals that you're receiving mostly from people in relationships, which just fucks everything up. And you're receiving those through your antenna, through you, you're an antenna, whether you believe it or not. And everything's vibration. I'm not going to get the metaphysical stuff here, but everything's vibration. So you can't ignore that. It's impossible. The signals and the vibes that you're picking up that our emotions are there. They're real. And they're there for a reason. I can do it with kids. I can do it with animals and I can do it uh, with cats and dogs and everything else. Babies, uh, little kids. I can read their vibe. I can read their vibrations, which is n just a nonverbal signal or communications of emotions. I think everybody can do that. It's on the verge of being psychic, but... I think everybody's psychic. It just depends on if you listen to that and accept it and understand it. And then through meditation and listening to the ether. Like right here, intuition, the power or faculty of a, Attaining to direct knowledge. You're getting direct knowledge. Your emotions, in my opinion, are coming to you as direct knowledge. But we're told to ignore that. And what really happens and fucks you up is when that direct knowledge is in relationships. That's why sometimes people are uneasy around other people. And I, I knew in instances here now, back in Illinois and here now, and through my whole life, I mean, I was raised in an alcoholic family. I'm a child of an, of an alcoholic. Fucked up. Really fucked up. And then when I got in my teens... I did what dad did because that was my normalized complacency. But the mental abuse and emotional abuse being raised in a child that's in an alcoholic family is hell. And then you experience that yourself. And that's hell again. And you get into excessive drinking and doing drugs. It's all the same. I don't care what your chemical of choice is. It's all the same. 
and you're doing that to fill the holes and to change your reality of your life because you don't like what you're feeling. A drug addict is a drug addict is an alcoholic is because they don't like what they're feeling. That's the bottom line of addiction. They don't like what they're feeling. So you try to change how you feel. And in some extreme sense, you try to change your reality. You change your reality, all right. You fuck it up. You're either going to end up in jail or dead. But we're told not to listen to that. But then right here, the power intuition, the power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge. What the fuck does that mean? Direct knowledge. Where is this direct knowledge? What are they talking about? And it even gets worse. Or cognition. Well, Tim, how do you know that? I, I don't know. I'm just being cognitive. You're fucking crazy. Without evident rational thought or inference. So you're pulling it out of your ass. Well, what makes you think that? Well, I, I don't, I'm just, I, it's what I'm feeling. Try that one. It's what's coming to me. Now you're psychic. I can tell you, and I don't even like calling calling it knowledge. I like, this is my term. And if it's out there, somebody's using it or trademarked it, that's great. I'm not uh, stealing anything or using something. It's just mental awareness is my mental awareness, which is a combination of who I am, my experience, my knowledge, my personality, me as a whole. But we all communicate and use our head, for the most part, mentally. And then essence is who you are. So mental essence, I think, is, is a pretty good description of what I'm going to say. But what I know today and what I'll know tomorrow in a week from now, in a month from now, is mental essence. And it's been obtained through books, talking to people, watching. But a lot of it has come from my intuition like doing this show i it's, it, there's not there's no book here there's no script this is coming from i don't know where the fuck this is coming from but it's direct knowledge or cognition like this says i'm using my intuition in most successful i mean look at joe rogan he doesn't have a script and he sits here for two or three hours interviewing people and it just comes out of his, out of the ether, out of his intuition. And he's the most successful podcaster on the planet. Whereas you could have somebody that's scripted and you could tell it's scripted and the fucking show sucks. But where, where does that come from? Where does this direct knowledge or cognition come from? From your intuition which I still say comes from your emotions. 
that you're receiving from other people, from the cloud, from heaven, from hell, you're going to get it in every direction. And that creates an emotional response in you because you're being told something. And then you have to filter all that out and not use your emotions that could be turned into negative actions. And I really think that's a lot of people's problems, especially today. And I'm not going to fix the world. Fuck, I can't even fix my life. I'm not going to fix the world's problems. I need to fix me. And if I fix me, that's one person that's making the planet a better place to live. But right now with the fear tactics and all the anger... And just look at what's going on right now and the actions people are doing and the source of these emotions. That's what you got to look at. Where Where's the source of this? And I'm not talking from the ether. Are you sitting there watching the television and watching the news? My son shared with this with me. His girlfriend, they woke up and his girlfriend right away turned on the news. And my son shared with me, you know, she turned that on and I don't know why. And she turned it on and I had a horrible fucking day. Yeah. How could you not? And my son's a pretty strong emotional person. But subliminally. It fucked up his day. And then you see all these pissed off people and they want justice and blah, 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 blah. I get all of it. I'm not arguing the cause. And of course, I'm referring to Black Lives Matter. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that in some cases their tolerance and their boundaries have not been crossed. But you don't take negative energy and turn it more into negative energy to change your life. That's like negative energy coming and you don't like it. So you do drugs to change the outcome of your life. That doesn't work. This isn't algebra. Negative and negative equals positive. It doesn't work. I don't even know how the fuck it works in algebra, but it does. Let's get into calculus and imaginary numbers <laughs> and all that shit. I studied algebra for a year and I was like 27, 28. I got pretty good at it, but it's a totally useless tool for me. But math doesn't lie. That's what I like about it. So you can sit there and tell me that Emotions are bad. Don't use them. Don't listen to them. When I see right now, people are losing their shit because of their emotions. They've had enough. And that I fucking agree with and I can relate to. Just like you can.
But I don't think people were listening to their intuition. And on the contrary, I think people need to listen to that more and come to their own conclusion for their self-preservation. If I had the mayor of Loveland come to me and go, Tim, I know you've been suppressed. I know you've been through a lot of shit. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to pay for an apartment. I'm going to give you a link card. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of. And this is what I'm going to tell you. The more broads you fuck and the more kids you have, and if you don't marry them, I'm going to pay you even more money. If anybody said that to me, let alone a politician, I'd tell them go fuck themselves. Like, what are you talking about? So you're going to pay my bills, give me a roof over my head. I can fuck all these broads, no attachments whatsoever, have kids, raise the kids without a mom. Or if I do have a mom, I can't marry her. And the more I do that, the more money you're going to pay me. See, right away, my intuition <laughs> should have said, whoa, wait a minute. But the intuition could be also, wow, the mayor of Loveland really cares about me. Just as long as I vote for him or her, they're going to take care of me. But even then, well, wait a minute, do I want somebody to take care of me? Now I'm dependent or codependent on that person and situation that's wrong. So the whole bottom line of that is because you can't you can't be Spock and use logic and oh well the mayor cares about me and times are tough and I've been oppressed and I've been fucked and held back and all those other words and they actually recognize that and they want to help me. Really? You really fucking believe that? Well, it's logical the betterment for everybody as a whole sure uh, no that's where your logic is failing you and that's where your emotions or your intuition are going to save you your emotions are your defense they're also your motivator Some very successful people have used their emotions and negative emotions and channeled them into positive action and have become very successful. Whether it's in the public limelight, personal, career, uh, working out, being a race car driver, competition, it raises your level of competition if you let it. But if you let it suppress you or let people sense and put the vibe out that you're hurting or you need something, people are going to prey on that. 
I don't care if it's a politician. I don't care if it's a family member. I don't care if it's your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad, your son-in-law, employees, friends. There's givers and takers in this world. And 90% of them are takers. And you might not want to admit that. Trust me, people need you more than you need them. But they won't let you know that. And they prey on your emotions. And I'm not going to get into this, but sociopaths know this and they excel on it. Excel. They're masters. They're 10th level black belt degree mental warfare and manipulation fucking masters. And to a point, narcissists and then people below that that are just fucking assholes and then make the narcissistic level or sociopath will use you as a tool politicians they're going to tell you what you want to hear and they're going to prey on your emotions to get what they want from you unbeknownst to you so they can sit there and tell you Oh, you're too emotional or don't use your emotions or just ignore that or go get some drugs to deal with your fucking crying. You cry for a reason. The universe or your antenna or the vibrations coming at you from your environment and people around you are telling you something's wrong. Something's wrong. If it isn't evident... It's in my character as a good human in me to do things to help people. I had a situation here recently. My boxing instructor coach over a year ago, they terminated her program without any type of warning. And uh, she's devastated. And so were we. So there's about four of us. And I pulled her aside and I said, you should do your own thing. And she did. So me and some other people, four of us, three of us, whatever, thought there was a, a little nucleus there, you know, a little commonality to help this person start her own gym and studio and do what she loves to do. That's the whole reason you start your own business. If you do it for money, you're a fool. If you do it because you're passionate about it and that's what you want to do because you know you can do it better than anybody else, then you do it. That's why you start your own business. And she did. And about a year went by and then I found out and it got back to me that um, some of these people are talking shit about me behind my back. When you and, and I picked that vibe up. My intuition... There was no logic or no anything. If I'm going to use logic, it's like, oh, we're all, you know, a little group here in a nucleus and we're supporting our our coach and doing what we can to get to make her successful and help her support whatever that was. And it got back to me that they're talking shit about negative shit. And I was hurt, offended. And it was on the verge of bullying being bullied 
Now, mind you, when I moved here, I have been very, very, very um, calm, very to myself, very non-reactionary and just going with the flow. So I really gave no reason to anybody to hear the shit I was hearing. But that was the that was the negative energy that was see I didn't listen to it. I just ignored it because I was a dumbass believing that we all had a commonality and a goal and a mission to make sure my boxing coach was successful. But it really turned out to be a pissing match in a in a um just like, here we go, relationships with people, okay? We're, this is where emotions get all fucked up. You're under the guise that you think you're in the same wavelength and same goal, which was nothing other than to make sure that she started her own business and was successful and she was our coach. That's what I thought. But no, no, what it really was, was about power and pecking order. And you should have seen the actions of these people to get close to the owner. Now, I've been through this, and I've warned people about it. I go, you're going to see people's true colors being a business owner. Family, friends employees competition competition at least that's acceptable to your competition i get it and i i didn't listen to the intuition i didn't listen to this the power or faculty which was the vibrations i was picking up of of attaining to direct knowledge which was apparent but i ignored it or cognition definitely cognitive without evident rational thought and interference. And and I knew what was going on, but I gave it some time because I got some faith in people and I don't, I don't want to react or overreact to things, but there was no evident rational thought or inference. I, I only could go by my gut And that's what emotions are. Emotions are listening to your gut. And I'm going to tell you something. When I don't listen to my gut, and it's honest, just my gut, not emotive or reactionary or revenge or whatever my intent is for reactionary, if I don't listen to my gut to guide me, I I always make the wrong decision. And what I should have done is I should have, when I first started sensing that, kind of pull back a little bit because it's nice to pull back from situations and people to get an outside perspective because you'll see things from a different view when you're out of it instead of when you're in it. And I tried that and I just got the same vibe and I, and I should have listened, but I didn't. And it was based on nothing other than my intuitiveness. But I think I get fucked up and people get fucked up because you want to be accepted and you want to be part of the gang and everybody needs companionship and that desire or necessity. We're not, we're not designed to be alone. 
if we did, we wouldn't need another person to procreate. It would be a different way to procreate. It's just a God-given part of us that we need to be with somebody else or have companionship, whether it's a pet or a dog, but it's supposed to be a person. It's supposed to be a person of the opposite sex. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care about that. I'm just saying it's supposed to be a person of the opposite sex for procreation. If we weren't supposed to be with somebody, then procreation wouldn't be part of it. You could go fuck a, a cup and out comes a baby. I mean, you don't need somebody. You can, you can have sex with an inanimate object and bam, there's creation of life. That's not what it is. That's not part of the plan. It's not part of the blueprint. But when you're trying to strive and be with other people and then their true colors come out or their motives comes out, make no mistake, people are the way they are in the negative side for greed and power and control. But sometimes it's intrinsic and you don't know that you're actually being walked on or used or in some cases treated like shit. But in reality, these people are so insecure that they need you, but they flip it and convince you that you need them. It's a perfect dysfunctional family structure situation. And sad to say, it's probably predominant over a normal functional family structure it's all over corporate i mean i'm going through some shit right now at work that i'm just getting sick and tired of being treated like a two-year-old to be perfectly honest but then oh here you go here's the here's the uh ignore your emotions and the, the signals that i'm getting Oh, Tim, everybody has a bad boss. Not that I don't. Everybody has a bad boss or an asshole boss. or Everybody has problems or just got to deal with it. That's work. That's working in a company. You're, you're telling me to rationalize dysfunctional behavior. Well, what are you going to do? Quit and then not have a job and starve to death? Fuck, I don't know. When I got fired from from my job, raising two kids two weeks before Christmas and a wife, three miles to feed, I got fired two weeks before Christmas. I started my own business. So that's not rational or logical. That's definitely fucking yourself in self-preservation. So what I'm getting at is that, yes, happiness, joy, smiling, love, all those positive emotions are wonderful. But you got the other side of the coin with the negative, anger, greed, a lot of the sins actually, Ten Commandments. You have all that coming at you from mostly people in your life, in relationships. It's not coming from your dog. It's not coming from your cat. It could be coming from your mother, your wife, your husband, your kid, your boss, 
your job, employees, subordinates, uh, team members, whatever words you want to use. You're, you're getting it whether you want to admit that or not. And you're getting it without evident rational thought or inference. You can't refer to anything. Why is that person being so nice to me, but it just doesn't feel right? You need to listen to that stuff because it's going to not react. Don't react to your emotions. Listen to them because they're going to guide you. If you suppress them or ignore them because it's reactionary and it takes a lot of psychotherapy, professional help to understand what your negative emotions are really doing for you. They're actually a tool to guide you through life. This thing a friend sent to me, she said something about and I've never said this to me. This is kind of like psycho crap babble. But you identify your emotions. I feel sad. I, I don't agree with that. I've said I am sad. I'm pissed. But it's kind of like you acknowledge it, but then you don't let it control you or dictate your actions but it's it's kind of like separating it and fragmenting it it's like okay well yeah i'm angry but i'm not gonna let that be me that type of thing i got news for you that's fucking you and nobody on this planet unless you don't have no emotions at all and there are some people like this but I still think they have something inside of them if they suffer, unfortunately, a great loss. Because then you're not human. You're fucking Spock. You're a Vulcan. Or an amoeba. Because we're at the top of the food chain for a lot of reasons. And one of those reasons is our intuition and our emotion. And I think that's the universe talking to you in what you should and should not be doing. But if you get on drugs, whether they're prescribed or illegal or whatever, because you can't deal with your life on life's terms and negative emotions, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck in your hypnotic rhythm. You're going to be miserable. And if you're going to put your livelihood in your future into somebody else's hands and they're doing that for you, make no mistake, they're in it for them, not for you. They really honestly could give a flying fuck about you. And this is what I'm going to say to black people and African-American people. Thank God you finally fucking woke up. I'm writing a book and 
what's going to be in it, no one's going to believe because I've been treated by family like you have. And I know people won't believe that, but it's honest God truth. And it just about destroyed me. That was my first path down destruction or self-destruction, oppression. My second journey <laughs> was my divorce and the total destruction of my business and my family. So that's two times. See, but, I, but I'm not going out looking for revenge and burning shit down and calling people names and blaming them. The reason why you're where you're at is because of you. Because you let somebody take advantage of you. And now you're not needed anymore. And listen, Hispanic people. Here I go. I'm a racist again. I hate women and I'm a racist. So there you go. Because that's what you're going to hear. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. Black people, and Candace Owens verified this, the black birth rate is dropping. You're not a resource anymore. You're not a necessity to politicians. Your vote doesn't matter because you're not majority anymore. But guess what? Hispanics are. And it's rising number one. And it's going to keep rising because they let illegals in the country. And just like the black folk that thought their politicians gave a fuck about them, as long as you vote for them, everything's going to be fine. Well, you're not needed anymore. You're like a used up dead battery. You're going to be thrown away. But now... Since the majority is going up in Hispanics. Oh, sure. Come on. Come to our sanctuary city. We'll take care of you. We'll get you a driver's license. They make it a humanitarian issue. They don't fucking care about you. And you're making the same mistake, mistake Hispanic people, as the black people did. I made the mistake by putting my confidence and my trust in listening to my own father about an opportunity in the heating and air conditioning and refrigeration business and being a business owner. And I busted my ass. I never got what he said I would get. And he can sit here and mind you, he was a drunk. Okay. He's got over 30 years, probably 35 years of sobriety. God bless him. But you don't take advantage of people, especially your own son. You don't have a position of power and tell people, we'll take care of you. We'll pay for this. We'll do that. And as long as you do this, you'll get that. Just remember me on election day. You got fucked sideways and you didn't get kissed. I know how that feels. I don't know how it feels to change things or try to change things in your life because you've been betrayed. I've been betrayed twice by my dad, by my wife, and my daughter, if you want to count three. But but I'm not going ape shit here, and I'm not looking for retaliation. 
and taking all that negative energy emotional stuff and channeling it and using it for negative reactionary action. And that's what you all are doing. I went down that road in my 20s and I damn near fucking destroyed myself. Self-destruction. You're destroying yourself. The enemy is not me being white. The enemy is the people that betrayed you and lied to you and used you. They used the blacks for it for power and position why they kept you suppressed and oppressed I'm not the enemy you are the enemy you are your worst enemy and the people that did that to you should be held accountable if I went out for revenge and tried to get justice by the way it's being done now. You're just lowering everything. You're destroying things. You're doing what's been done to you. Is that what you want? Two wrongs make a right? No. All that stuff that happened to me, I started my own business. And I learned from it and I turned it into positive things and I made it a better planet. I really did one person at a time, but it was all destroyed because I let another person into my life unbeknownst to me. That was a family member that I didn't know was a sociopath. So excuse me. I didn't even know what that was. So I was torn down from the inside that's kind of what you're doing. You're tearing yourself down from the inside. You're not accomplishing anything. You finally realized and woke up that you're getting fucked. That's a horrible thing to deal with. But taking all that anger and all that resentment and now it's payback time. I've had enough. You're going to pay. It's nobody's paying. It's costing everybody unity, peace, love, success. If Colin Kaepernick would have showed up in Minneapolis with 10 armed guards and went to that first demonstration or whatever the fuck it was and walked out of that limousine with 10 bodyguards and kneeled. I, I, I mean, I, what can you, I mean, I'm getting the chills thinking about it, just putting that into my head, but he didn't, if he really was just cause for his, his mission, I guess, I don't know, his purpose, that's what he would have done, but he didn't. Where is he now? I don't know. But if you really truly believe in something, 
and you're going to take actions, you better follow through with it in a positive way. I mean, that would have, just imagine that. I'm not a great person imagining shit in my head, but if, if Colin Kaepernick would have showed up there, 10 armed guards, AR-15s, that's fucking fine with me. You're going to need it. And just say, this is enough. We've been oppressed. This is what I've been talking about. This is what I kneeled for at every NFL game. This is it. So let's kneel now and send a message. But he didn't. I would have fucking like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of like the second mile with the Romans, which was law. There's a pastor told me this, so I believe it to be true from Scripture that a person, which was mostly Jews, had to carry a Roman's backpack, a Roman soldier's backpack for a mile. And people ask Jesus, why, why would we do that? Should we do that? And he goes, well, if that's what you're asked to do, then you do it, and you should probably carry it a second mile. See, nobody's going the second mile. Because when you do that, you throw all the energy and the transference of negative energy and power back onto the person that's giving it to you, i.e., the shit... Colin Kaepernick's heard about this kneeling stuff and everything else and blah, 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 blah. If he would have went the second mile and showed up in Minneapolis, all that transference of negative energy would have been shoved right back onto the people that said it, including me. But he didn't go the second mile. Nobody's going the second mile. They went their mile. They got fucked. They carried the backpack. They dropped it and they said, fuck you. And that's what you're doing. That's what we're all doing. So in my opinion, in my experience, and being on this earth for 56 years and all the shit I've been through, your emotions are an asset. It depends on what you do with them. Don't ignore them. Don't take drugs. It, it's the worst, most powerful weapon of mass destruction on the planet. And if you don't believe this, do your homework. But Britain tried invading us, and we said, fuck you. And we had the war in the whole nine yards. I'm being very, very, very short with this. So what they did... They knew they couldn't win against us. We had God on our side, and, and we went the second mile, the third mile, fifth mile. Fuck you, Britain. You're not making the United States part of Britain. So you know what they did? They used their mental warfare. They used our emotions against us in, in a power of mass destruction, and they created the Federal Reserve. And it's very close now. To them owning our ass. Because you need to know who owns the Federal Reserve. And it's mostly people in Great Britain. Hang on a minute.
too much coffee. Okay, I got the chat room minimized. I'm going to open it here after I say this final thing. So if you use your cognitive powers, I guess we're all Marvel superheroes now, Doctor Strange, whatever, Tony Stark, Iron Man. If you use those, people look at you like you're crazy. That's why when you start hearing things that are out of the box or a red pill perspective or it's not conventional wisdom or it's just not what your perception of reality is, whatever that means, or what you're being told, which is even worse. And you use your cognitive abilities, which is your intuition and your emotions. And you're at the forefront of that. You're crazy. Okay. I, I guess if that's how you want to perceive that. But here, here's what's going on. I'm going to use it as, as a current example that's going on right now. And this isn't about being right. This isn't about me. I don't care what you do. But don't be a lemming. And when you're told something, even by me, go, hmm. Or if you're told by the talking heads on the news networks, go, hmm. Yeah, hmm. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to look into that. But don't go down a rabbit hole too far because you will lose your sanity. And then when there's one rabbit hole, there's two. And then there's five. And there's ten. You have to master yourself. Kind of like Bruce Lee says, be water. And what that means is you have to take shape and adapt to anything that you're put into. Like a cup, water will form the shape of this cup. It'll form anything you put it into. You have to be water. That's what he meant by that. You have to adapt. So right now, and I just posted this yesterday about, and it's not me. This is, again, things that are coming at me based on my sources and my intuition. The economy is apparently in the shitter. Okay, I don't care what the stock market's doing. The stock market's not the economy. The stock market's a casino. It's, a ga- it's Vegas. So just because you're winning at a certain time at a certain table doesn't mean that everybody else is profiting from that. It's just you. I brought up Bitcoin. I bought up cryptocurrency. If you're in that realm, you're nuts because it's a threat. So it's being twisted by the powers that be that you're nuts because there's not a goddamn thing they can do about it. Just overnight, one night, after I posted my concerns and my opinions about people should be learning about Bitcoin. I've, I don't want to say how much I made. I made money though. Well, actually I retained or increased my purchasing power. There's a big difference. And here's the thing. I don't care what you do, but if you're going to believe that all these people have the best interest for you in your livelihood and look at the history of the world and what governments have done to people 
especially when they're printing money like it's going out of style. That affects you. And you don't even realize that. And one day very soon, you're not going to have a pot to piss in. And that might sound like fear-mongering and this and that. That, again, that's negative emotion. I mean, you're going you're gonna to hurt. And that's pain. Negative pain. And the scary part is, it's being done to you and you don't even realize it. And even forget about Bitcoin. There's silver and there's gold. So I'm only saying this for your own self-preservation. But you're not going to listen. Because I'm crazy and I'm using my intuition. And the reason why I'm here is because of that back in 2008. And I started the Red Pill Show. Which turned into the original Red Pill Show. I used my anger and my negative emotions by being fucked in 2008, which was the beginning of my demise financially 12 years ago. And it woke me up. There's going to be some type of stimulus or whatever that wakes you up and not live in the blue pill. Do what you're told. Shut up. We would never do that to you, black people or Hispanic people. We care about you. Hmm. You're all being played. I'm being played. But I see it. But you say something like that. And when I'm that direct and forward with it, that's why I kind of talk in parables and riddles and try to make you think and figure it out. But in this particular case, I'm just putting it out there. We're in trouble. The dollar's demise is coming and every fiat currency that's ever happened in the history of the world has gone to zero. If emotions are bad and especially negative ones, wait till you open up your checking account and you see that your money's gone because of the bail-ins. Or you're going to look at it and go, whoa, well, I have this dollar amount in your checking account. That's not going to change. But your investment account, whoa, I just made $10,000 overnight. No, you didn't. That's inflationary. You just lost $10,000 of purchasing power. And that's where they get you. You need to learn purchasing power. Because inflation is going through the roof. The more dollars that are printed, the less purchasing power. And it takes more dollars to buy something. That's your purchasing power. But if you look at your investments and the stock market and everything else, holy shit, I'm getting rich. No, that's inflationary. That's inflating the currency. So that's why it's going up. Well, have you bought a pack of fucking steaks? Have you bought a pack of steaks? I have. $45 for five New York strip steaks? Are you fucking kidding me? Those steaks would have been 20, 25 bucks a year or two ago. So if you do anything... 
well, I have my pension. I have this. I have that. It's like, great. Okay. Well, what's what's your pension going to do when a loaf of bread's 10 grand? I don't care what you do. I'm just saying what woke me up was the 2008 meltdown. It's all pyramid scheme, Ponzi scheme. It's all bullshit. And it's all run by people from Britain for the most part. So Britain's going to win. They're going to get this country by default because they're buying our bonds and treasury notes. They own our ass. And when this all comes tumbling down, we're going to be bowing to the king and queen again. And that's what they wanted in the first place. This country's being overtaken without a shot being fired and being destroyed from within. And nobody sees it. Except me. I mean, not just me. There's other people too. People that are truly awake. And people that listen to what's coming at them with emotions. Just use your gut. Use your instincts. But then don't react. And take it and learn by it. And turn it into knowledge. Direct knowledge. Attaining, see, the power of faculty. Or sorry. The power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge. You're getting direct knowledge and you're not even listening to it. You can just turn CNBC on, which is kind of shady to begin with, in my opinion, misleading, I should say. That everything's fine, the stock market's great, blah, 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 yada, yada. As gold is $1,900 an ounce, the higher gold goes, the more fucked we are. Silver is at 23 and the normal ratio is 14 to 1. So gold at 1900 that puts silver at like 120 bucks an ounce. But you're not making money. You're retaining your purchasing power because precious metals are anti-inflationary. And it's so hard to wrap your head around it. But for me... It's, it's Bitcoin because Bitcoin's non-inflationary. Actually, it's kind of deflationary, but I don't want to get into that right now. All I'm going to say is this. I do this. I think it's a big problem that other people don't do it. If you're getting weird vibes or something's just not right or off center, you're being told something and that's your emotions or intuition. And if you don't listen, don't react. If you get anything out of this fucking show today, don't react. Listen. Listen. Shut up and listen. And listen some more and some more. And you'll finally get to a point where, oh, you know, it's kind of like tuning in an old radio that's not digital and it's a dial. And it's kind of fuzzy and you're like, mm, you know, I kind of can kind of hear it. And then you fine tune it where you can finally hear the radio station. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be fuzzy. It's going to be like, what the fuck? What's going on? Just don't react and, oh, I can't get that. I'm going to turn a channel to another one. No. Fine tune it. Fine tune yourself to what the message that you're trying to receive. But if you put drugs in it or you let people manipulate you or if it's too good to be true, 
the people that are closest to you are the ones that are going to fuck you. And I'm sorry. I, I never thought that I would probably ever say that in a million years because that, that's not what we're taught. That's not what it's supposed to be. That's not the family structure. Everything's supposed to be like the Brady Bunch. I tried to do that and the outside forces in the world from other people by using mental warfare and negative emotions destroyed that. And I, and I didn't listen because I had the faith and trust into my family because that's what family is and marriage vows. It's the ultimate betrayal. I mean, betraying your country is horrible. It's treason actually penalized by death. And just ask yourself, don't you think it's just as bad or worse to be betrayed by family? I think so. I'm not saying they need to die. Don't, don't, don't twist this into they need to die. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in comparison to the level of betrayal, don't you think it's just as bad for family to betray you as it is for you to betray your own country? I do. But what's even worse than that is betraying yourself. Don't betray yourself. You're your best friend. You're your best asset without verging or delving into the uh, narcissistic, God forbid, sociopath level. Not, Not that. You're where you're at because of you. End of story. The decisions that you made, the people that you let in, the people that you let treated you and took advantage of you, but you didn't listen to your emotions and your intuition. That's you. That's all on you. You let them fuck you. But it's not all your fault because you trusted them. And trust was used as a weapon for those people that were doing that to you to obtain what they wanted from you. And that's just sick. But again, I'm not the enemy. You're pointing your anger in your, in your resentment, in your justice in the wrong direction. It's the people that fucked you. And you need to do something about it. And turn it into a positive. Set some boundaries. And listen to your intuition. Because it's not wrong. The people that are treating you like that are wrong. And you're making a grave mistake. In not listening. To that intuition. It served me well. And when I have not listened to it. It's hurt me into the level of destruction. So it's up to you. Do what you want. Read as many books as you can. I would read as many Napoleon Hill books as you can. Outwitting the Devil is phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal book. Um, there's all kinds of it. The Shadow Effect is really cool. I got this book by Brene Brown, I think her name is. And I just... Got got this by going through the bookstore. 
and it's called Braving the Wilderness, the quest for true belonging and the courage to stand alone, which we can't, nobody can do. And I'm not saying move to a mountain, although I thought about it, and isolate yourself and have a log cabin and a dog and a 12-gauge to protect yourself from bears, pretty much. It's a very interesting book. I'm not through it yet. But, you know, sometimes we need to stand alone and to protect yourself. But don't isolate yourself and shut people out. But definitely use your intuition and your boundaries. Boundaries is so important. That's another great book. Boundaries. Great book. Set your boundaries and keep to them. Because that's also signals that somebody's fucking with you. When they cross your boundaries, I don't care if he's the best looking guy in the world. She's the most gorgeous woman in the world. If some boundaries are crossed, you're being told something with your emotions and your intuition. But you know what? Unfortunately, you're thinking with your heart and looking for the good and what potentially could be awesome. Now, I'm not saying... You're living with somebody and they move your keys or you move her purse and you go, oh, that's it. You touch my shit. I'm out of here. Goodbye. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when it starts going into your core beliefs and your morals and your ethics, you can say something and decide, you know what? You crossed the boundary. I need to let you know. And a lot of times people won't even know they're doing it. So that's why you got to be a little bit compassionate and empathetic. And go, look, you know, I love you to death. I think you're great, but you cross this boundary and I need to let you know. And give them one mulligan, one chance. You're going to get one or two reactions. Well, you're an asshole. I can't believe you said that. Blah, 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 blah. Or they're going to go, you know what? I'm sorry, honey. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I, I had no idea. I, it won't happen again. I'm sorry. That's probably the response you're going to get. Then you know you're with the right person. But if they get defensive and pretty much tell you to fuck off, you're being ridiculous. It's kind of what happened to me in a sense on a friendship level with the boxing thing. You know, it's the way I found out and then how it was handled. It's like, I'm sorry. This crosses a boundary with me. I thought you had my back. I thought we were a little core nucleus. I was wrong. I walked away. But it takes courage. Courage. It takes courage to do that. But I can promise you from my perspective, when you listen to your gut and you do something about it without hurting other people, I think you'll be untouchable. I really do. So that's enough of that. I hope some of this made sense. I don't know. Like I said, it's not scripted. There's nothing here. There's nothing. It just came out of the uh, the ether <laughs> uh, from wherever. But but I really truly think my problems, ninety percent of them, are because of my emotions. But I don't think disconnecting or not listening to them is the answer, or getting into some drugs or psychosomatic prescriptions or Xanax to bring that down. And in fact, you have to learn how to deal with that. Anxiety is fucking horrible. And I'm not saying I'm cured from it, but I've learned to 
recognize it. And I've learned to, I just essentially go, huh, here we go. And I just task oriented it. Okay, Tim, this is the problem. What are you going to do? I'm going to do this. Okay, next. Tim, what's the problem? This. Okay, you're going to do that. A, a to-do list. And put that energy, take that negative anxiety energy that's so overwhelming, it, it makes people literally sick and dysfunctional. And go, okay, I'm getting hit with 50 different things. Take them by priority. What's the problem? What's the task? What's the action? And not even a time time frame, just what's the problem? What are you going to do? Okay, what's the problem? What are you going to do? And then you start focusing on what's really bothering you. And you don't go to that level of anxiety and think of 50 to 100 different things at once. And you can't handle it and process it because no human can. It's too much. One at a time, one day at a time, just like the program in AA, CA, one day at a time, one problem at a time. What's a problem? What are you going to do? What's a problem? What are you going to do? What's a problem? What are you going to do? Simple as that. And it makes you focus in the anxiety is minimized or in my case goes away. But you have to identify what the fuck is going on to you. Cause you don't know. Then you go to the doc. Oh, that's anxiety. That's anxiety. We're going to prescribe you some Xanax. So you don't feel like that no more. No, you want to feel. That's what we do. We feel. We're at the top of the food chain because we feel. And not to use that, we're going to fall from the top of the food chain, which might not be a bad idea. I'm fucking up the planet. Now we want to fuck up Mars and the moon. Maybe it's just a natural evolution of things. I don't know. But I do know this. If we don't retain and use our emotions and listen to them, not act, listen, we're all fucked. So I hope that makes sense. It's definitely contrarian. It's not what you're told. It's not what we're taught. Uh, but in my experience, and if I shut off my emotions, I, I would be more of a mess than I am. I would have no direction. And I wouldn't be who and where I am today. And I sure as fuck wouldn't be doing the show. <gasps> That's not logical. Why do you go on a show and make yourself look like an ass? That's not logical. Because I have something to share that's for the betterment of the whole, not the one, Mr. Spock. So take that and shove it in your fucking ass because Captain Kirk always wins. That's it. I don't know how long I've been doing it. I don't know who's listening. <laughs> I'm going to go to the chat room. What time is it? What is that? A two, wow, two-hour show. So, yes, I am very passionate. Who's in here? What are you guys doing up? The fuck? Really? I started this at five. Two-hour show. I don't know if it made any sense. You think I'm more crazy than you thought I was, or it kind of makes sense, and you kind of understand me a little bit more. But I didn't come on here and talk in riddles or parables or try to make you think. This was right at you, and this is my experience. But again, 90% of my problems in my lifetime have been from emotions or handling them improperly with people that I've been in relationships with. And it's still happening today. But this time I'm recognizing it and I'm doing something about it. And I'm channeling that negative energy into a positive. So if it helps you, great. It, it You can't do it overnight. 
because we're reactionary emotional humans and a lot of times we respond with anger and that's not the way it's not the way to you shouldn't respond with anger and you should definitely not act on anger you never take action on negative you take it and turn it into a positive like antimatter sci-fi fans there's matter and antimatter you take the antimatter turn it into real matter and use it for energy or energy source or whatever to power your spaceship to get the fuck off of planet earth hey grant what's up uh let's see here can you hire me what are you talking about you would think it always is for us but right i say i wasn't watching this because it's too distracting I wish I wasn't no drugs, no coffee, no judgment. That's co- that's great. I wish I could um, say I don't drink coffee. I do though. Then he says, "Fuck." Uh, dun, 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 total mega bonds. What's this Q conspiracy? I don't even know what that is. All the Q conspiracy theorists are wondering why their master Trump gave good wishes, Maxwell. I don't know. You know what? I still haven't made my mind up on Trump. There's another emotional issue that's just all turned into negative. There's never been a president that's been perfect. And and that's not rationalizing. That's just a fact. But my my instincts on President Trump is all pretty much positive and good. Not necessarily what he's done but what he says that could be my mistake uh but one thing i do know is that he's a chess player and he's gonna let you make all the wrong moves and he's gonna put your ass in checkmate if you can look at it from that perspective or possibly one like that because his his inactions are seen as that inactions and he's making some moves, but that's what a good chess player does. And a good chess player will take their time. They're three, four moves ahead of you. They will sometimes intentionally make bad moves, but that's to draw you in and set you up and put you into checkmate. Now, that's my gut on Trump, whether it's right or wrong, and to get into the name calling and all the negative energy, that remains to be seen. But I predict there's some shit that's going to come out and come down here before the election, and it's not going to be good. Some people are going to be put into checkmate, and it's all because of what Trump did or didn't do. I truly believe he has good intentions, and he's a man of God. That's all I have to say. Whatever you think, and you want to take that and use it as a negative or shove it back on me uh, negatively, that's fine. I, I understand where some people are coming from, but I think that's definitely been um, enhanced or provoked by people that want you to think that, namely his opposition. So I am a Pisces, actually. Uh, great words that made a lot of sense. Really good. I hope so. <laughs> I some I'll listen back to the I don't know what comes out. I I don't because there's no premeditation or thought. It comes out. 
like 99% of my shows, it just comes out. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what I'm going to say. Sometimes I don't know what I said. So I'm going to go back and listen to this to see what I really said because I don't fucking know what I said. But I, I, I talk from my heart in my, in my gut, in my mental essence, and that's where this comes from. Some people, they can do it, but they don't know how to do it. And in my opinion, if you want to do something like this, or I mean, Jesus Christ, sorry, Lord, you know, quit burning shit down and fucking creating violence to get justice. You know what? Use your first amendment and start a podcast and talk and think and listen to the universe and your emotions and feedback and use your gut and you know what? You might even change your position a little bit because you'll, you'll be saying things. When you put things into words, it's a commitment. It's in the real world. And I've said things I don't fucking agree with. I'm like, whoa. And it makes you think because you look at yourself. But start a podcast and, and then you'll start talking from the ether or from knowledge that you can't really prove because now you're open to you're open to all this information that you never even knew was there. It's the best way I can explain it. I don't know. Getting people to listen is the, is the, and not listen as an obey, just listen, just shut up. You put your judgment at the door, put your beliefs at the door just listen and then decide what you want to do with it. Who's rooking out? He wants your troops out of the Middle East. Actually, I think um, war's an interesting, horrible thing, especially when the powers that be are funding both sides of the war like the Rothschilds do. There's a means to an end, and there's nothing more about war than profitability and i don't mean any disrespect to the military my son was in the army i i wanted to join the military for being a patriot don't confuse being a patriot with being played as a soldier literally go be an emotional speaker it's a gift you know what i've been told that i think actually pamela said that to to do something on that Ted um, platform. And I looked into it, but you got to be nominated. So it, this isn't about me. It, if you guys think that that would be good for me, for the benefit of other people, then you, you're going to have to go to the Ted thing and nominate because they only look at people that are nominated. And just like this show, I mean, if, if you think this show is great, or whatever, or that's very complimentary, and I and I really do appreciate that. I'm not I'm not denying this or putting it down, but this isn't about me. This is about you. It's about all of us together. But you have to improve yourself as a person and be a good human before you change the world. You don't change the world from the outside. You change it from the inside. And if you think I'd make a great emotion, uh, uh, what'd you call me? Emotional speaker, motivator, I would say too. I think that's 
same thing. Maybe not. You you need to do something. I can't I can't do anything about that. I appreciate it. I only can do what I can do by coming on here and turning on this fucking microphone and doing this. That's all I can do. The rest is up to you guys. It's up to you to share the show and help this network. And I've made this perfectly clear. I'm going to state it on this show. This show is is very pro BLM. I made it perfectly clear. I understand the reasons why, and I agree with finally waking up and saying no and getting fucked. But that's it. I do not agree in any way, shape, or form of burning shit down, hurting people, shooting people, and destroying your own town and city or other people's, not to mention toppling toppling, uh, statues and all that kind of shit. I do not, and I never will support that. That is violence brings on violence. Destruction brings on destruction. You're part of the problem when you cross that line. You are part of the problem now, not the solution. And like I said earlier, you're the one, and it's not entirely your fault, but it it, it is to a point if you let it continue because you were lied to and you trusted these people. I don't think it has anything to do with intelligence or anything of that. I think, because believe me, when you hit bottom, which I have twice in my life, you're desperate. You'll take, you'll take anything you can get. So I understand that. But when it's under the guise of somebody to retain their power in a political position, that's a horrible thing to do to a to a person it it went from physical slavery to mental slavery and oppression that's horrible that's god awful and like i said now they're done with the blacks now they're going to do it to the hispanics and they're fucking falling for it and we need we need everybody but we need hispanic people most of them are christian family god-fearing wonderful people but you're being lied to. Again, raw being lied to. You need to wake up and look at focus and put the energy and not violence and destruction and burning shit down to who the true enemy is. It's not white people. It's not brown people. It's not purple people. It's not fat people. It's not rich people. It's not poor people. It's not some dumbass doing a show on Freedom Revolution Network and call it the original Red Pill Show. It's not me. But it's being played that we're, we hate each other. I didn't oppress you. I didn't use you. Look at the people that did and stay the fuck away from them. You fell for it. I fell for it by my own dad. And it fucking destroyed me, man. And the anger, I mean, that's why I turned to drinking and drugs in my 20s. I I was just devastated. And I was a kid. Not that I'm a fucking wise person now by any means, but 
you're gullible and you're trusting and it's family and you're in your early 20s or late teens. I mean, Jesus Christ, sorry, Lord. Who are you going to fucking trust? That's not on me. That's on them. I was taken advantage of. I was oppressed. It damn near destroyed me. And then some 20-something years later, I'm destroyed again from family in the inside for something I didn't even do and learn the hard way what a sociopath is. And I know that sounds insane. People that have dealt with a sociopath shake their head up and down and they don't want to talk about it until they finally realize I went through what you went through. I went on double date, not double dates. That's what I was accused of doing. I went on dates after my uh, divorce. And it's always interesting because it was dating, uh, the dating sites or whatever. And this is what's really weird. So the question always came up, not for me. It's like, so why'd you get divorced? And again, I'm using my empath abilities or my emotions and vibes off this person and woman across from me who I've never met in my life. And I, I could tell whether I could, I always believe in telling the truth, but being honest and, and I'm like, well, quite honestly, a sociopath destroyed my family and my business. There's only two reactions you can get out of that. They look at you and look down and bite their lip and go, okay, I'll show you. And then it's a really quick dinner and it's time to say goodbye. But then you get the person that looks down and smiles or there's pause but they always look down and they're thinking and then there's a smile and they go, the same thing happened to me. And that's kind of scary because I would say half of half of the situations were that they were destroyed by a sociopath. But you'll never understand it. It's like me knowing what it is to be black. <laughs> it's like, it's never going to happen. You're never going to know what it's like to experience and be a victim and a target of a sociopath because it's just, there's a movie called the invisible man. Okay. It's not a great movie. It's not a great movie, but it's about a woman that's married to a sociopath. That's a very, and they're very, very intelligent people that also can become invisible by wearing this suit. So people that have dealt with the sociopath, which they're invisible in their arsenal of weapons with mental warfare anyway, at least to their target. Because you don't know what's happening to you. They're a bunch of cowards and they, they don't go at you directly. They go through your daughter, your son, your wife, your parents. Now he's working on my parents and my sister. So I'll see I'm being destroyed even after the divorce and my first degree of separation of my family. Now he's going after my second degree in this case from perspective. Now he's going after my, my daughter, not my daughter. He's got my daughter. He's married to her. He's going after my parents and my sister and he, and it's being mission accomplished again. But when you're, when you're 
targeted and a victim of a sociopath, uh, you start going crazy and you're betrayed and you don't understand it. And it's hidden from you. Which is, in essence, this movie's called The Invisible Man. So whoever thought of this movie must have been really fucked up by a sociopath because there would be nothing worse than a physically invisible sociopath. And if you watch this movie, which you said, it's not a great movie, but I think people that have not been a victim of sociopath or even worse, you are and you're targeted and you don't even know. This might shed some light on that. But if you have been, and then you watch this movie, I mean, I wasn't surprised by any of the tactics the asshole did. Uh, but then being invisible, I mean, it's, when you say, oh my God, this person's doing this to me, they're trying to destroy me, people think you're nuts because they can't see it. You can't even see it. But then when you see it and you identify it through therapy, Holy fuck. Now imagine that person being invisible invisible in the physical form. I mean, holy fuck. I, I mean, it's a very interesting movie, and it might wake some of you up if you are got shit going on and you can't figure it out, and you're not listening to your intuition or your negative emotions. And the, the way you'll sense it is that people are drifting from you. Again, it's not concrete. It's not whatever that definition said. It's not here. This is such a mind fuck. Evident rational thought or inference, direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought or in inference. That's being attacked by a sociopath and you say that. It it and it's not concrete because it's intrinsic. It's being hidden from you. And he or she is destroying you, not directly in front of you, but in a cowardice way behind your back or through your closest loved ones. It's horrible. And, and there's no defense against it. Because by the time you figure it out, you've either gone batshit crazy yourself and lost everything, or you finally do recognize what's going on, but by then it's too late because they got you. They, they, got, they got your closest people and your loved ones next to you to make them believe that you're the bad guy or woman. You're the problem. So that's again, a gut instinct intuition thing that has probably tested me to the core above everything else. I mean, it makes drug addiction look like a fucking picnic. It really does. And there's nothing worse that a human can do to themselves than get ad addicted to drugs. You destroy your soul, your life, um, your mental capacity, everything. You just, it's self-destruction. See, but that's a choice to a point. But when it's done by an outside source, by a sociopath, I, I, I really truly believe that's been far worse. Because... You're fucking yourself with drug addiction. But when a sociopath does it and through your closest loved ones and they fall for it, that's betrayal. And I guess you can betray yourself, but then you can forgive yourself and you can fix that. 
But when people betray you and then they don't admit it or ask for forgiveness and acknowledge it, I, I, I mean, I really, truly think that's far worse. I really do. But, you know, I don't want to get into the negative fucking things here, but if you got anything out of this, look at that, two hours and 20 minutes. Because I came on here and I'm like, you know, I listen, I listen to signals or flow or what the universe is trying to tell me, whether it's God or whatever you believe in. And a friend sent this to me and I listened to it. But once again, this woman at this Ted thing was trying to, vi- to divide emotions with you. Or that's what I got out of it. And, and that's, that's what everybody's trying to do and it's not working. You got to listen to your emotions, your intuition. But don't use it as a negative reactionary revenge type of thing. You're going to turn into Darth Vader and you're going to destroy the fucking planet. And you're going to destroy yourself. That That's even worse. Well, I don't know. Without the planet, you're not going to live. They're both bad. They're both bad. Just take it and use it and listen to it. And don't let your negative emotions like anger and resentment, revenge, you know, that's a normal response, but don't let it dictate your actions. Take it and let it motivate you in a positive way. And please set some boundaries. And when people cross them, I don't care who they are. I told my parents, okay, can you even comprehend this? I told my parents and wrote a letter, as long as you're going to associate with my son-in-law, I am not going to associate with you. I didn't burn a bridge. I didn't ruin a relationship. I just said, you know, this family get getting charged by the, by the, uh, by the FBI and prosecuted and whatever. I don't want to associate with those type of people. I never did. And I told my parents, as long as you're associating with him and his family, I'm not associating with you. That's a boundary. That's my fucking parents. That's my mom and my dad. How hard is it to put a fucking dog down? God forbid. This all sounds negative again, but use it as a positive. Anybody that's put a dog down and hasn't cried, there's something wrong with you. Okay, this is my parents. This is my daughter, my granddaughter. Because I'm not going to acquiesce to this asshole. Because I, I had the trust and faith in my wife and my daughter that family and blood and loyalty and marriage vows will always prevail. That's not true. That's not true. So I would think my mom and my dad, and I cannot believe I'm saying this because I never ever would believe it or think it in a million years, that will always have my back and not believe sociopaths are very, very powerful, convincing. I think they're fucking hypnotists. That's what I think. I actually think they cast spells on people. (laughs) See, but you're not going to do that to me. I've been through way too much, but I made the mistake of not listening when all this shit started. Cause I put my faith and trust black people. Listen, into somebody else that I thought had my best interest. And I was wrong, wrong. And so were you. The only person 
that's going to make your life better and make you obtain happiness and peace is you. Not a free apartment, not free fucking food, not free income, not a stimulus check, not fucking anybody you want and you don't have to marry him and you get paid even more money. Why in God's name would you do that? Talk about destroying the family structure. Jesus. You. Use your gut. Use your emotions. They're two of negative and positive. It's like a freaking atom, you know? You got electrons and neutrons and protons. It's all one. That's you. You got your negative side and your positive side. It's all one. To divide it, well, to divide it, you're causing fusion, right? Fucking nuclear <laughs> nuclear reaction. Boom. You know, you try to split an atom, boom. You release all this energy. And that's a good analogy, too, that I never thought of. You're trying to split atoms by dividing your emotions. Well, I'll just keep the happy stuff and the sad stuff that's going to get split and stay over there and fuck it. No. You just, you just released massive energy on an atomic nuclear level. Nuclear bomb. You just, you just fucking created a nuclear bomb. And tell me I'm wrong. By the way people are treating each other in the hate. And not that I disagree or agree with wearing a mask. There's another part of it. Oh, you want to kill people? Uh, really? Okay, then let's put it on the other side of the coin. So you're telling me, since I'm not wearing a mask, I want to get sick? Are you insane? I don't want to get sick. You got to go past that reactionary. That's a perfect reactionary negative emotion situation. If you really do your homework and look at the science behind it, and this thing they call a fucking mask works, you're being played. You need a chemical warfare fucking sealed mask with no facial hair and filters to protect yourself and others. It's just a mind fuck. And it's a mind fuck in six months at the latest. Well, you need a mask and you need this to protect everybody. Now you need this vaccination that we don't know if it's going to work or not. Because you're being played to acquiesce to the mask to the vaccination. See, but Tim, you're nuts. You just want to kill people or you want to die. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. No, I don't want to be fooled. My gut's telling me this mask stuff's bullshit. It's a psyop. Just by the sheer numbers and facts. Just the science. The fucking mask doesn't do a goddamn thing. Except maybe, maybe keep moisture from spraying out if you talk or sneeze or cough. Well, six feet. And then, oh no, you could project um, uh, moisture droplets 30 feet. Especially if you sneeze. Well, make up your goddamn mind. What is it? Oh, and then it lasts two weeks on surfaces. What? Really? And if you don't comply, you're going to get arrested. That Just replace mask with shot, because that's what it's going to be. If they're doing it with a fucking mask, they're going to do it with a vaccination. And I ain't getting it. Because it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. And it just, there's no, my gut's telling me, and here it is from the ether without any fat. What is this definition? 
the power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought and interference. Yeah, I don't have any evident rational thought. See, and you're being told how to think by Fossey and Gates and uh, who and uh, CDC and when they really don't even fucking know, but they're the authoritative figures because they have degrees and licenses and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Anybody that goes on anywhere and tells you to wear a cloth mask is going to protect you from infection is a fucking idiot. You need a military-grade sealed rubber mask with a canister in it to have 100% protection from other people and from you giving it to someone else. That's just a fucking fact. But they're not going to tell you that. But what they are going to tell you is now to save the planet and the economy and everything else, you're going to get a have, have to get a vaccination that probably has aluminum in it, all these toxic metals, probably a cancer virus and on top of a bunch of other stuff, I guess some nanobites or nanotechnology. Um, and if you're really on the extreme uh, fringe of this stuff, it's going to sync up with 5G and we're all going to talk to each other now or be a, a, a programmable computer if you listen to that doctor I played a couple days ago that did her homework on this use your gut do you really think a little piece of shit cloth mask is going to protect you or protect others from getting infected with COVID-19 I don't think so. But I think a military sealed mask would. Absolutely. But you're being played out of fear and compliance. So all I'm going to say is, you know, don't disobey. Question. Just question. Like, this doesn't really make any fucking sense. And it doesn't. You know, as you go to the red box and you touch the fucking keypad from some asshole that just touched it. And if this shit survives on surfaces for let's just benefit the doubt instead of two weeks, two days. Well, you're talking about two seconds because now you touched it. You mean to tell me you're not going to get it or a good chance thereof? Come on. Come on. Gas pumps. I mean, think about all the fucking shit we touch and we don't even think about it. It's just, it just defies common sense. A hazmat suit and a hazmat mask <laughs> respirator. That, yeah, I get that. The shit that they show when a virus outbreak really happens on TV, on TV or movies. Yeah, I get it. I get that. But a little piss-ass fucking cloth mask. I went into, and I'll shut up. I went into a service call and you got to go through the checkpoint. It was at a hospital. So you take your temperature and I had an N95 mask on, which if you do your homework on this stuff, like I did in the beginning, they said the only effective mask that you can wear to protect yourself and others is an N95 rating. Well, I already had one. So I wore it. I wore it in the hospital two days ago and the nurse goes, uh, 
you don't the respirator in that mask isn't sealed or filtered so you need to put another mask on top of that mask i said wait a minute you're asking me to block my respirator she goes yeah you're breathing in your toxic carbon dioxide guys i mean, just just use your gut and common sense so out of compliance i put a mask on top of a mask When I read for a fact that the only thing wearing a mask besides a military chemical warfare mask is an N95 rating mask. It's just acquiescing to the powers that be and they want you to do what you tell them to do. They want you to do what they say. Just use your gut. Just use your gut. Because it's destroying the economy and our interaction with people. I've had actually people walk by me and they kind of ha- in the public outside open air and they'll walk by me. And when they're walking by me, they put their mask up instead of them used to saying hi, hello, or looking at you or glancing at you or checking you out or whatever. No, now it's like you're all fungus and you're contaminated and they look away from you and put their mask up temporarily because they're holding it with their hand. This is insanity. We're not meant to be. It's dividing us more. You want to wear a mask? Go get a military grade one. And then I can, I can, I can accept that because it works just by science alone. This just whole thing is another mental warfare fucking thing that's working, dividing us even more. I don't want to get people sick. I don't want to get sick, but I call bullshit based on my intuition but you can do what you want so i'm gonna go that's enough what is that two hours and two and a half hours i'm gonna go thanks a lot i can't believe fucking people were up (laughs) uh it's really cool i didn't expect really anybody to be but please uh, thank you so much don't listen to me don't believe anything i mean listen but don't take it as gospel listen to what i have to say and do your own homework that's all i ask you to do But the compliments are wonderful. I'm so happy about that. Thank you very much. I'm humbled. But I don't do this for me again. But I'm doing it for you. And if, again, you people think I should be doing this, then share the fucking show. Or contact Ted and go, listen, I have a nominee for Ted. I don't care if you do it either way. I really don't. But this, I can't do it. All I can do is be inspired and listen to the ether and my emotions and the feedback coming back at me that I can't prove and turn on this microphone and talk. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm always going to do. But thanks so much. Please share the show. Please do what you got to do. If you think I should go beyond this or more people need to know about this, share this network, share this show. I don't fucking care, but you need to do something. If you really care, then you'll share. That's a real corny fucking slogan. But if you really care, you'll share, share the show, share what this is. You want, 
me to be an emotional. I could care less. I think it'd be cool. It's not about what I want though. This isn't about me. But if you think I would serve best to be an emotional, motivational speaker, knock your shit out. And maybe that's what the universe wants me to do. I don't know. It's not about my will and me. It's about God's will and the universe. And to just be a good human and make this place a better place to live. That's it. That's all it is. Sharing is caring. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's why I liked Napster so much, but they didn't think so. <laughs> Musicians and uh, music industry don't like sharing. I think it's retarded. No offense to anybody. No people don't like that word. How are you going to know what music's out there if you don't share it? Fucking baffles my mind. But what be if you're discovered and become a super group and superstar, you're going to sell more albums and music than you could ever possibly imagine. But people need to hear you, dumbasses. All right, that's it. I'm going to go have a great day. It's Sunday. Enjoy your day with you and your family or whatever you're going to do. But just try to be a good human. And don't turn negative energy into negative actions like most of us are doing now. And listen to your gut. Okay? Thanks for listening to me. Have a great day. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show. Bye.